1: Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Good morning, I'm Jim Arizari. The Notre Dame men look for their third win in a row tonight at Louisville. A win tonight would not only give the Irish double-digit victories on the season, but also move them one step closer to possibly jumping up several seats for the ACC tournament, with Boston College, Virginia Tech, and Miami sitting at six league wins. Pre-game starts at 6.30 tonight on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. And the Blue Jays have never flown higher for the first time in program history. They've beaten number one. Audio from Fox Sports. Number 15, Creighton knocking off number one, UConn, 85-66 for the program's first win over a number one ranked team. The Blue Jays also halted the nation's longest active win streak in Division One at 14 games. Creighton has now beaten a top 10 team in nine straight years and clinched a 20-win season for the ninth year in a row. It also gave coach Doug McDermott his 600th career win. Max Bullo, who spent the 2023 season at Notre Dame as a grad assistant on the defensive side of the ball, has been named linebacker's coach with the Fighting Irish by head coach Marcus Freeman. A 2014 graduate of Michigan State, Bullo spent four years in the NFL with the Houston Texans and Cleveland Browns before joining the 2019 Cincinnati Bearcats staff as a grad assistant. Working with several current Notre Dame staffers like Coach Freeman, Bullo moved to the Alabama staff as a grad assistant from 2020 through 22, helping the Crimson Tide earn the 2020 National Championship before joining the Notre Dame staff for the 2023 season. In a related move, cornerbacks coach Mike Mickens has been given duties over the entire secondary. The final week of the regular season in high school boys basketball didn't start well for the Mishawaka Cavemen as they came up short against Penn. For more, here's the voice of the Cavemen, Brian Miller. Trey Miller scored 15 points, including two critical three-pointers in the third quarter as the visiting Penn Kingsman defeated Mishawaka Tuesday night in the backyard brawl. 52-47 52 in boys basketball. Penn would trail by four and a half. They would outscore Mishawaka 19-7 in the third quarter and build a lead as large as 14 points in the second half before Mishawaka would trim it to a single possession in the fourth quarter, only to be denied. Cooper Pritchett paced the host with 13 points. Brady Fisher added 11 as Penn improved to 16-5. Mishawaka, losing their second consecutive game, falls to 15-7. Elsewhere, it was South Bend Riley picking up the 72-37 win over Bowman Academy. Concord over John Glenn 48 29. Mishawaka Marion tops Elkhart 57 40. Northridge beats Fairfield 64 49. Goshen squeaks by West Noble 45 44. LaVille blows out Knox 71 40. South Bend Adams beats Elkhart Christian 49 37. South Bend Washington dominates South Bend Career Academy 93 42. South Bend St. Joseph all over Plymouth 98 57. Freeman over Triton 51-45, Westville over South Central 70-56, Culver beats Granger Christian 67-35. A unanimous vote from the College Football Playoffs Board of Managers has given the thumbs-up to the 5-plus-7 playoffs model. The CFP will now be expanded to 12 teams, with the five highest-ranked conference champions guaranteed a qualifying spot. From there, the bracket will be filled out with the next seven highest-ranked teams. For the format to be approved, the vote had to be unanimous. The new format will begin at the end of this upcoming college football season. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish will officially be involved in the upcoming EA Sports College Football 25 video game that will be released this summer, per a statement by Athletic Director Jack Swarbrick. EA Sports is coming out with a college football video game for the first time since NCAA 14 was dropped on July 9th, 2013. The landscape of collegiate athletics has drastically changed since then, with one of the biggest hurdles being name, image, and likeness. EA Sports had to find a way to please the masses, which apparently has been done. Swarbrick was quoted in an article by Chris Vanini of The Athletic saying, quote, it wouldn't be college football if Notre Dame wasn't in it, and I'm glad we found a way to be in it, unquote. Fubo TV has launched a civil lawsuit against Disney, Fox, and Warner Brothers Discovery, alleging that the media companies have engaged in anti-competitive practices for years and that they are continuing to do so through the combined sports streaming app they intend to launch later this year. The lawsuit also names ESPN and Hulu as defendants. Disney, Fox, and Warner Brothers Discovery announced this month that they would collaborate to launch a direct-to-consumer streaming app that would let customers pay for access to all sports they broadcast across 14 combined linear channels. The Detroit Red Wings signed forward Michael Rasmussen to a four-year contract extension worth $12.8 million yesterday. Rasmussen has appeared in 55 games this season, posting 23 points and a plus-11 rating. The ninth overall pick of the 2017 NHL Draft has 109 career points in 293 games with the Red Wings. Detroit hosts Colorado tomorrow night and currently holds the second wildcard spot in the Eastern Conference. The Major League Baseball Players Association is pushing for adjustments to the league's new uniforms. This comes after a firestorm of negative reviews from players as spring training started up. With any change comes an adjustment period, but there's reportedly been more criticism than usual this time around with the Nike-designed, Fanatics-produced gameware. Specific uniform complaints include small lettering, a cheaper look, incorrect coloring, and an inability to customize the jerseys in ways they were previously able to do. Even more specifically, some players say the uniforms look like a replica, feel kind of papery, and doesn't look like a $450 jersey. Missouri prosecutors announced yesterday that two adults have been charged in connection with last week's shooting that marred the end of the parade celebrating the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. Dominic Miller and Lindell Mays were both hit with second-degree murder charges, along with two counts of armed criminal action and unlawful use of a weapon. This comes after two juveniles were taken into custody last week. Reportedly, the two men didn't know each other prior to the shooting. Prosecutor say they were among several people arguing when Mays pulled his handgun first almost immediately and then several others did the same. According to police, the shot that killed Lisa Lopez Galvin came from Miller's weapon. mix of the sun and clouds today, breezy and warm. We're going to end up around 58 this afternoon. A meteorologist, Carrie Pujo.